The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. You're never gonna make it, you're not good enough There's a million other people with the same stuff You really think you're different, and you must be kidding Think you're gonna hit it, but you just don't get it It's impossible, it's not probable, you're irresponsible Too many obstacles, you gotta stop it, yo You gotta take it slow, you can't be a pro Don't waste your time no more Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? I don't give a damn if you say you disapprove I'm gonna make my move, I'm gonna make a suit Well, hello, good morning, afternoon, evening To all you ladies and gentlemen out there that listen to us we are back with i guess you can call a season two of the 16 ounce podcast um you will see that we have a change in face and basically uh duvet has stepped away from the episode for anybody that follows on social media and so um i brought in some new co-hosts my brother Cody, and there's one other person that should be joining us. I don't know if she'll be here today or maybe on the next episode, but we are still sponsored by the GHU Game Station. Uh, with the weather getting hot, I know at least in New York, it's getting a little toasty out, humid. That's the perfect thing if you want kids outdoors, they'll open it up. It's got air conditioning. They were out in front of uh, GameStop today for a game release. So make sure you check them out on Facebook at capital G period, capital H period, capital U game station. And, uh, well, with a new face on board, this is Cody. How's it going? Pumped to be here. Good, good. How are you, man? Good, good, good. I'm Cody, Jay's brother, as you said. Uh, I'm out here in Kansas, so I got to be over Zoom. But uh, it works. Pumped to be here. Pumped to get this going. Excited for it. Yeah, we got some big stuff going on, you know. Um, I think this is the perfect time to for come sure. back. Major, major cards coming up over the next couple months. Uh, Stacked cards. The Ultimate Fighter starting up as of this week. Uh, you know, UFC fight night this week. There's a there's a good amount of stuff that's going to be coming up, so I think you know, a little time that we had off from the podcast coming into it now, um, it, it's couldn't be a better time. That's for sure. I agree. So, uh, what do you want to start with, man? What do you, what do you want to do? What, what do you, What are you most excited about? Fight night or the Dolphin uh, Fighter? Honestly, I'm excited. I mean, they're both exciting. This this ultimate yeah. fighter season looks good. Yeah. I like its prospects versus vets. You know, you got Connor, you got Chandler. I, I yeah, think you got two good personalities going at it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so with Top Thirty One just starting on Tuesday, I mean, it's, we only really got one episode to talk about, which will be, which is nice. Um, we don't have to play catch up with that. Uh, Crazy episode for a first one, I'll tell you. Yeah, it was – I think it was okay. Uh, I don't think the best episode one we've had. I don't know if it's top five. I don't know if it's top ten. But, you know, Connor got his little chirps in. 
he, you know, at the right at the beginning of the episode. Uh, they really didn't say much prior to that. Yeah. Uh, Chandler was kind of doing the majority of the talking I see, not like even just talking shit, but just talking in general. I noticed that they always yeah. had the camera on him. Um, but with that being said, what are your full thoughts on episode one? Like, give, give us a rundown of what you thought about it. Um, except for the fight, like just as a whole episode, what's your takeaway? You know, I trying to even think where to start, really. I mean, at the beginning, you know, Connor came in real cocky, typical Connor fashion, which we like. That's always good. Chandler seems cool, calm, collected. Seems like he's excited for this fight. I think it's a good matchup. I think it's definitely a good fight for Connor to come back, especially after that injury that on that last fight with uh, Warrior. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of agree. I think the one thing that caught my attention, and it's, it's had me in, in brain-dead mode, is is this fight really going to happen at 185? And the whole I, episode, I I'm just looking at the both of them, and I'm like, the whole time, like, it's been going on, I'm like, Chandler looks like he's at 185 now. McGregor definitely right. looks like he's at 185 now. McGregor's definitely heavier for sure. And, uh, yeah, like, I'm just looking at him, and I'm like, they look big. And, uh, they, and, they uh, both look huge right now. That, yeah, that kind of sat on my mind for a little bit. I'm like, 185, I'm like, is that him being serious or is that him just like trying to get Chandler, like playing a mind game with Chandler to get Chandler to stay kind of big. And then right, the fight right. goes to like 155 and it's like, Oh shit. But do you think Connor can manage that weight cut? I mean, he looks like he's just so big now. Like, I mean, to drop down to 155 as big as he yeah. is. I mean, what do you think? Well, I think they said in the episode that the ultimate fighters 12 weeks so you're looking at four months. Fucking McGregor went in what? He went into the USADA pool a month ago, I think. Right. If I'm not mistaken. Um, but uh, he um, I don't know. I don't know if he's playing mind games. I don't know if he's actually ready to fight at 185? I, th- I, um, I kind of got the vibe of him just trying to, like, since he's been away for a couple of years and stuff, you know, like, he's coming back and kind of trying to, I'm still the man. You know, he even made that comment, like, you're yeah. just going to do what you're told. I'm the man. So the yeah. fight's going to be at yeah. whatever he wants. I think that kind of... I like, think that kind of... Chandler, yeah, I think that got Chandler a little wild for sure. You could definitely tell that kind of that definitely kind of rubbed him a little bit. Which I can understand because, you know, they've been at Chandler, to be exact, you know, he's been active this whole time. No break. You know, fighting. And then yeah. this guy just come yeah. back after two years but because of who he is. You know, he comes back. He's still calling shots. I can kind of see why that would rub a fighter the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, uh, that's why it's like when I say it wasn't that good of an episode, like I feel like the first, you know, couple minutes, like the first five minutes of it were like the best, right? Because as soon as they came in, you know, they had 
some remarks. They just came in with like, yo, what's up? What's going on? Like, you good, blah, blah, blah. And then they got into their shit talking, which is, you know, per usual. Um, Right. Well, for me, it's like, I don't know. Then it kind of just felt like, I felt like you could have skipped a whole lot of it up to like where they start their first training. Like, I feel like you could have skipped that whole middle part. Like, I feel like that stuff was just irrelevant. Yeah, it almost um, felt like just to fill in. They're good, like, the, as if yeah. they didn't get a whole lot of good footage. So it was just kind of like, this is what we got for episode one. Here you go. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, not every episode one is going to be sparks flying and this and that and the third, but um, I like that. I do. What I do like is that Connor went and took all the prospects. I did like that. I did like that a lot. Um, however, I do wish he could have got, I wish both teams would have got that mixed in just to help the prospects a little bit. But however, I know that these guys aren't there to help other fighters either. They're there to win, but they're in different weight classes. So not like they were going to fight each other anyways. Right. Honestly, I kind of like the separation of prospects versus vets because, from what I've seen, yeah, I do. These, see. Most of these guys, they're not really even new. They're just not UFC fighters. As to the vets, were UFC? Well, yeah, fighters. they're they're, uh, they're prospects to the UFC. They all right professional fights under their belts, but you know, like all Michael Chandler's team, all have had fights in the UFC, which does help. With, uh, you know, like, like the, the first fight. Not to get too much into that right now, but you know that one that guy he had. You know, uh, he had fought in the apex before, as to the prospect yeah. has not. So he's not used to fighting in silence, where you could hear everything going on. Yeah, you know, I mean, that the, could play a role. the apex is a little bit smaller too. So you know that um, that does play a, a favor into it. Not a lot of people um, know how to fight in the apex because how small it is. You can keep that pressure on without gassing up so much. Right. Uh, you know, hold on one second. Um, they're, uh, they know how to keep the pressure on. You don't have to exhort so much energy in the apex compared to like the regular octagon when they're somewhere else. Right. Because right. I think it's like, I don't know the exact dimensions, but I think it's like 10 feet smaller all around or something oh, like yeah, that. that, that it's, some, it's like something crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. seven feet is is crazy. Um, and it's just kind of like, you know, guys keep up that pace a little bit longer because they don't have to run as far around the ring. They don't have to push guys as far back because of that that difference. Right. Um, but for me, my thoughts on episode one, I would say, like I said, it it was a it was a good episode. But it wasn't great. Um. I would even put it in the okay category. I think that with them, you know, getting their little shit talking in, and then, like I said, that little filler part was kind of just like, whatever, this is just not necessary, but I still watched it anyways. And then the one thing that, like, I was sitting there thinking, too, is, like, McGregor didn't show up for his team. Which I thought was kind of weird. I didn't like that. I didn't and like that it, 
it's a little put it's a little standoffish, I guess, for um oh. as far as like his team. I'm sure they know he's he's got shit going on, he's gonna do things and whatever, but I don't know, I feel like should be there for them every moment. Again, it's just way in but I feel like being there for your team alone is uh just a big majority of leadership. Right. But I don't, you know, I don't know if something was going on, like in the, in the background, that like Connor couldn't be there for whatever reason. Right. Um, obviously they don't give us those details, so I'm not going to hold it against sure. it. Uh, because it was coaches there too, right? It's not like the whole team just wasn't like the whole coaching staff wasn't right. there. Right, Connor wasn't there, right? And and I yeah, I but he still I got he still got coaches there. there. Um. But yeah, I you know, and the thing too is like, uh, a lot of people always say that uh, I hate McGregor. It's not true. I just like everybody else better that he fights. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but when it comes to this episode, like this season of tough man, um. I, it's just so hard because, like, I like both of these guys. I, I, I do. As much as time, sometimes I talk shit about Connor, it just leaves a salty taste in my mouth that he beat Cerrone in the fashion that he did because I'm a diehard Cerrone fan. But right. Who honestly? When I put all, when I put all that biasness to the side, you know, I can sit here and say that. I mean, obviously, Connor's one of the greats. Um, For sure. From knockouts to holding two titles to just doing everything, you know, talking. Right. I mean, I can't do that. I've, I, in my opinion, uh, I don't think there's anybody that's brought light to the sport like Connor did. Yeah. And however, what I'm getting to, uh, yeah, what I was getting at was that I like both sides of the team. I like that Connor brought people that he's familiar with. Right. But I like that. I like what. Chandler brought in, like bringing right. in Ryan Bader, is huge. Fucking wicked. Yeah. Yeah. When the you fact that Ryan Bader like, stepped wow. up. Yeah, and uh, got in a hell of a grappling coach. Um, and then he's got his everyday trainer in there too. So it's like, what do you got? You know. Um, Definitely got a good team assembled for sure. I did like it. I did like it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I like both coaching sides. I like, I, I, I just like Chandler's coaching staff a little bit better. I think he brought in three guys that can help these guys in every area that needs to be helped in. For sure. With Connor's side, he should have brought somebody in that's a little bit better on the grappling side of things. That's just my opinion. I mean, obviously, I don't know what goes on in his camps and stuff, but I feel like Chandler had three coaches. He only has, I think, two. Right, yeah. And I think that he should have – I don't know, man. I would have – as much as much as I know as he, he wouldn't have done this, I wish he would have gave Habib a call and be like, hey, bro, yeah. listen. Because, like, could that, you imagine, like – could you imagine oh, Connor and his Connor's coaches just in there teaching these guys wrestling? Like, just, and then, uh, like, 
he would have been like, what the fuck? What is this? I think that would have drew in probably more viewers than any other season probably off of that, just off of that alone. Yeah, or like, dude, I, I'll be honest with you, like, even if you want to play in mind games, like, he should have brought in, like, Charles, Charles Oliveira. Right. And just, you know, like, could you imagine, like, oh, fuck, great. And he brought, brings in the guy that beat me. Like, God damn it. Right. Now I got to stare yeah. at both these heads all day, you know? <laughs> For sure. And like, you know that I, I'm I mean, That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I personally just wish Connor would have brought in just one person. Because you know he's got those connections. I just wish he would have brought in that one, just one vet one to be on like, off. I got your ass. And it's somebody that's going to just yeah. talk shit to you the whole time. Like, I, I don't know. I just feel like it just would have been like, you know what I mean? Like, I, don't know. I just feel like so many people that could have been brought in. Yeah. You never I mean, know. Maybe yeah. that's why he didn't bring somebody. Well, Connor make a lot of enemies too. So we somebody in later. In. We are season one or episode one, sorry. You know? I did so. see I did see um like months ago. Apparently I thought Steven Wonderboy was supposed to come in, but maybe he brings him in later on in the season. I don't know. That'd be exciting. I do like Wonderboy. I just yeah, me too. So I, I think um so maybe somewhere at some point in time he brings him in to help them, but I don't know. Only Who knows? Um, so, with that being said, who is your favorite vet and your favorite prospect? Um, I didn't have a favorite vet. I did have a favorite prospect. Uh, I got. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna look it up real quick because the name no, just slipped good. my mind. No, you're good. All good. But I did have a favorite um, prospect. I'm, I, once we're done, because like, I'm going to give you your time to do it, but I, I, I'll give you my favorite vet now while you look it up. Because, I mean, there are – there's a fuck ton of people here. Um, And obviously, you know, all new names and shit. But my favorite vet, and I've always been – I've always loved this dude. Um. And can't tell. I'm a big lover of this sport right here. Bare knuckle fight. Yes, sir. Yep. And he has arguably one of the best fights ever. BKFC against Artem Labov, and that's Jason Knight. That man can take an ass with him. And... He wasn't bad in the UFC, and I think this is his time to shine. Come back, man! And if he come back, he might come back with a fucking a vengeance. vengeance. And yeah, even though he's you know older, right? Um, he can do it. But hold on one second, because DJ is joining us now. Hey guys! Hey, what's, what's going up? on? Just recapping while well, we're just going over the Ultimate Fighter stuff. Um, oh, the first well, uh, first episode. Yeah. Yep. Well, before you jump into it, so to everyone yeah, nice that's going to be watching Cody. this or listening, this is going to be our other co-host, Dejay, and uh, this is 
who you're going to see on a week basis. Let's go. So, Let's go. Yep. So, Dejay, we were just talking, we were kind of just going over, um, if you want to just give us your thoughts on episode one. Episode one was crazy. Like, that knockout, okay, I'm skipping to the end, but that <laughs> knockout, like, I, I, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting more of a fight. But he literally, yeah. he literally said what he was going to go in there and do. He literally was like, I'm going to go in there and knock him out. And he did it in like less than 30 seconds. Quick, quick. Like quick as hell. So if you take, if you take that fight away though, how do you, how do you view episode one? Episode one was, honestly, I thought there was going to be more like banter okay. between uh, Candon and, and uh, McGregor, like, I don't know, maybe I'm taking it from just watching my Uncle Rashad and Rampage, just the fury between them. They were more focused on the fighters, which is cool. Maybe I'm just a little too excited for that fight between them at the end, but that was a good, it was a good first episode. I guess I was just wanting a little more. That's all. Uh, yeah, Jay, I, wanted, I said, the I same thing. I said it week. was... What's up? I, I wanted to back up. I wanted to, I wanted her to touch in on the uh, the the McGregor not being there at the weigh-ins. What 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 are, what are your thoughts about him not being there at the weigh-ins? Yeah, what did you think? Yeah, about for that? Team. I mean, like I was watching the after talk too, and like I feel like that's that's classic McGregor. I feel like I'm not. I feel like I maybe I maybe I didn't touch on it because like I, that's expected for me. Like he's. He's yeah. got like the most arrogant attitude of like anybody I've ever even experienced in the UFC. And like, if he doesn't want to do something, he's not going to do it. He, I wish he was, I wish he was there, but that's not, I don't know. Yeah. I'll, um, uh, I'll speak on after once we get down to the actual fight talk of that night. But, um, after that, we are going to favorite, favorite vet and favorite prospect. Mm. <clears throat> my favorite vet damn I think my favorite vet might be Kurt just because of like how he came yeah. in just like how he came in he's like I did the research on everybody like I could knock all these dudes out like he's he's got the confidence <laughs> that I know I might be contradicting myself I, with the arrogance yeah. like with with Conor McGregor but like I like someone that knows that he's he's coming in do what he wants just like like dude that just knocked him out like I feel like I feel like my favorite is Kurt right now I'm excited to see that fight I, I did enjoy that kind of attitude coming in he's like I already sized everybody up I'm knocking everybody up I, yeah that was entertaining for sure I do I do like confidence is one of the biggest shows. things right right when you're a confident things that is like one of the, like the key pieces to being a good fighter you you need confidence because if you lack it we've seen it we've seen fighters going yeah. there with a lack of confidence and just get fucked smoked although you've also seen fighters going overconfident um, and you see what happens you know it's kind of you got to have that well yeah but you balance. have to have you have to have that right confidence yeah you can't go in there just i mean Unless you're McGregor, you can't go in there overly confident, and then, yeah, just like, even then like we've after, seen when he's gone in overly confident, and look what happened, you know. 
Like after Roberts, yeah. after Roberts knocked out uh, Nasty Nate or whatever he wants to call himself, like he did the same <laughs> move that McGregor does, where he jumps on the cage and he sits there and hangs out. I'm like, dude, all right, all right, yeah. you got your first knockout. Like, sit down. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I wish that yeah. that fighters who know they're good and they just won. Like, what would it take for you to just be a little humble in that moment? Like, that would probably be more powerful than whatever you think you're about to do climbing on the ring. Especially but, when you're on your second chance. Yeah, I mean, like, just be a like little you're humble. some long-time fighter. Like, you lost two fights. You know, you didn't get another contract, but then you come yeah. back kind of that, you know, like that. Like, you should be humble for sure. And you're just getting another chance. Exactly. Yeah. Be humble. So, Cody, you said you didn't know. have a favorite vet. No, I... I, I didn't, other than other than what she had said, I did enjoy that because I feel like that's going to cause great episodes later with the attitude that he goes yeah. with. Uh, right now with everybody. With the car drinking it. Right. But I will say, um, I, and so for, Cody, for who's your no favorite reason, prospect? Yeah. So for absolutely no reason other than just kind of seeing him on the episode, I just kind of was like, you know, I feel like that guy's going to be an exciting fighter, and that's Mondo Gutierrez. I, I don't know. Oh, yes. Yeah. about those little they're guys, they're man. They're, just, they're exciting to watch, man. Yeah. They're, they're fun. And I I don't know why, but that guy clicked with me since since I've seen it on the episode. I was like, I think that's yeah. going to be my guy for, for the season. I feel that. Uh, I mean, what about you? Personally, like, I'm kind of rooting for more of the prospects than the vets as it is, just because I like to see newer people get the opportunity. Because as a vet, like you had the opportunity and you just didn't you didn't seize it, you know, for whatever yeah. the reasons are, you know. So yeah. I like seeing new people get opportunities. But if Honestly, a vet wins, I'm would... not mad at it either. I like to see everybody win. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I would have to say Nate, like mainly because like I feel like I was so upset about that fight because I wasn't expecting that. I thought Nate was about to come in crazy. Like I thought he was about to do something like Yeah. Like, I definitely expected more. <laughs> right. Like I'm not mad at it. Cool knockout, but like I just I don't know. I wanted to see something from both of them. I mean, I saw something from one of them, but like Nate is my favorite. I I want I want a rematch for my guy. Like I feel, I feel bad. <laughs> that was like a ten second. Give at least a whole minute in there. Yeah. Yeah. Eight eight. Well, didn't even announce when the fight. Like when they ended the fight and they, you know, gave him the win. They didn't even He's say. Like, he was like, I was out. I was out. What? Yeah. I wasn't out. Yeah. Had his arms not gone stiff, I would have argued that with him. That he wasn't out because I was so back and forth for a moment. I was like, Man, nah, he wasn't. when but they showed the, the more they kept showing it, yeah, and his arms got stiff. I was like, no, you saw you're him out. go down though. When you saw him go down, maybe he got woken back up when his when he hit the ground, but right. he was out. Yeah, some people recover quickly, so like he he was out because his arms just you know did one of these and he just right. hit the ground and there was he couldn't cover himself, so you know you're done. Um, yeah. But, you know, and I get it. Some people snap back into it so fast, they don't even know what originally happened. Because some people get hit, blacked out, and they're still standing. And then, yeah. Like, there's a – when uh, 
Eddie Alvarez got front kicked. He, I think it was Eddie Alvarez. If I'm, my mind's, you know, going the right way. He got front kicked. He said he made it home, and then he said to his wife or girlfriend or whatever, like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna miss my fight." And she was like, mm-hmm. "Yo, you got knocked the fuck out." Yeah, you already had your fight. <laughs> like what? he had no. He was out for hours. Like, but there's people that get hit and they just they black out and they're still standing and fighting and like. They don't even realize it. And then there's people like Nate who go stiff and then wake back up so fast. They don't even remember the ref. Like, they don't even know the ref called the fight already. And they're yeah, like, I'm not out. I've been here. Like, nah, dude, you were done. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, I had, like, real personal. I will say for me. Around that, I had to watch the replay a few times. Yeah. I was like, you know, I, like, he kind of, he snapped back so fast. You oh, could yeah. almost argue it was the stiff arms that really sold that, like, you're out. Yeah, I mean those restraints, right? Um, well, some of them we've seen some questionable showdown with fucking no one like done or not. But you know, those guys are some of the top reps are very well trained, and they know that when a guy gets up, that's the fight. You know, yeah. Um, the two hammer I'm fists also, uh... weren't necessary, but I'll do it until the ref jumps in. So, hey. yeah. I'm also ready to see. Um... I'm also ready to see Brad Katona fight. Yeah. I'm ready, yeah, yeah, I'm ready for so, that fight. That's, that's going to be nuts. Because I remember, I think I watched, yeah. um, they were showing some highlights on his reel today. And I remember watching the fight that he was in. And that that was crazy. Like, he he's nasty, too. Oh, I, yeah. okay. I, so sorry, me. I'm more familiar with faces than names. And, and I looked them up here. Uh, I did actually like him. I, I, uh, he stood out to me as well. He's just so, he seems like he's so quiet and laid back, you know. And he seems he's, so he's little. Silent killer. So yeah. little. Yeah. yeah. He seems so, so little. little. Yeah. He does seem little. He is little. I will be excited to, to see, um, him for me, see what, he, what he does. Yeah. So for me, my favorite um, prospect is the same thing. It's Mondo Gutierrez. The guy's just, I don't know, Benton weight-wise, like, he just, he's got it. He could easily just go through and, and spark everybody. Um, For sure. I Nate was on my list until I seen him cry about him missing his family and he was only one day in, not even. <laughs> and I get it. Yeah, that was a bit much. I, I get it 100% because, trust me, I think I would miss my family too right off rip like knowing that i'm here for x amount of weeks and i'm you know i'm i don't know when i'm gonna be able to facetime them or whatever i mean i'm sure but honestly they're all probably crying over them like crying over their families like that and they only showed him doing it first episode yeah and i think that had a lot to do with him losing that fight too my favorite vet i said earlier um before you got in is jason knight because Jason. I'm a huge fan of the BKFC, and he put on he put on one of the best fights in BKFC history against Labov, and that dude's got a fucking chin. That makes standing bang. He can throw you to the ground. He can do all. And I I don't know. He's got a lot of experience all over the place. The BKFC, the UFC, and I, I don't know. I don't know if any yeah. lightweight will beat him. And I feel bad for. I feel bad for any prospect that has to go in there and think they're going to knock that man out because you're going to have to well, hit that something, some sort of power. Yeah. 
I agree. Um, and I like his cockiness too. I like that he's like, I don't give a fuck. Like you're gonna have to leave the fucking kitchen sink to put me down on that canvas. And I don't know if anyone will out wrestle him either. I mean, his wrestling's not the best. Jiu-jitsu, you know, none of that stuff is top tier, but it's it's enough to usually get him through a fight. So that's you know, those are my two uh those are my two people. Um I'm anticipating the fights for next week. Yeah, me too. I I just Um, I think it's a good lineup all around. And I like how they did the uh, eating. Do we know who's fighting? They might have said it at the end, but I really don't remember. Right. I don't remember either, but I I know I just want to see that Kurt. Kurt and Lee, I think his last name's Hammond fight. I just want to see what Kurt's they gonna do. He was talking too much shit. Unless they put, yeah, they might because the first lightweight, so the next fight might be bantamweight. I can't imagine they go two lightweight fights. Nah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, <sighs> however, it is a possibility we see. I mean, if it's going twelve weeks, I don't see us getting a two fight episode unless it's like one of the last episodes. Yeah. Um. What? Who do you guys think wins it all? Like lightweight and bantamweight. Honestly, I don't want. I don't even want to say it because I feel like it's corny to say it. Just because, man, I don't know. I might. I might. I might have to put my money on Roosevelt. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, did you see when he went up to Dana and was like, know. "You guys are you y'all saw." Yeah, I saw I was off last last time. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> like he he's not playing. Yeah. I don't know. I I might have my money on Roosevelt. I'm not gonna lie. All right, Roosevelt. You're going Roosevelt. What about? Huh? Who who do you got for phantom weight? <laughs> Mando. Mondo. Mondo. Yeah, Mondo. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, 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 yeah. Like, it's not even that he necessarily did anything that excited me. He just, it, it's just like a little bit of energy got off that episode from him. He, he just seems like he's going to be excited. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, I don't know if any prospects are winning it this year. I'm going, I'm going, going Jason Knight, all the way. I'm going Brad uh, Katana. Yeah. Yep. It, it's going to be for me. So like I'm between, I'm between Brad and I'm between him and Tamer. Like, yeah. I, I mean, those guys are just to me, I think are the two best um, in the bantamweight. But then again, I mean, these guys are prospects, right? We, unless you follow them, you don't really know much about them. So they could be, right. they could be nasty, right. but me, I mean, sometimes somewhere. that, yeah, that ain't that, experience i mean when you're going against the best in the world as far as yeah, UFC like, wise, um those guys like especially there, for me um, just just without without knowing too much about all the fighters but i know i'm probably gonna have to keep a lookout for trevor wells i've been watching some yeah. of his stuff same with rico so it's like the ones that I don't know too much about, I feel like those are the ones that might sneak up on me. I still have to do some more research, but I we're definitely gotta see. do it. Yeah. 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 Sure. yeah. yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I, I think, am excited. For I this think the prospect class is good. Yeah, the prospect class is 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 quite dangerous. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, think, I, I, I don't think, know, Betsy. I think some of them are going to get you contracts just, out of this. You just can't have them in there. But that's one thing I love about the fighter. I mean, how many guys have we seen from last season's Ultimate Fighter already fight in the UFC a couple times? Like, mm-hmm. When right. you come out you know, as, win, yeah. as the winner, yeah, you're going to get the fight than if you didn't win. But if you show that you can fight, and you you know you stand a good chance. There's there's a good possibility. Dan is like, dude, I like what you Tell did. We're still going to give you a contract, but it's not going to be what that guy's getting. Right. Which so, is shouldn't be because I mean, and, and the ultimate I mean, goal for that is for the winner to get a better contract than what most people would get. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what exactly what happens to you know. Um, is those guys are going to get the better contract. They're going to get more money. But, I mean, he could get a little bit less money. You know, not much, but it, it all depends because he likes to see what people got. So he might sign him to a one-two fight contract and then say, hey, if you win both fights, you get X amount of money. If you win one fight, you right. get X amount of money. If you win no fight, you're just gone. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're, these guys still got to go out there and put their best foot forwards. I mean, I know they are because they're trying to fight, you know, they're trying to make their way to it. But at the same time, it's like, even if you're losing, you got to go out there and show some sort of resilience and chin and cardio to go the distance. Yeah. Um, so with that, we'll, we'll go to the, the fight. So <laughs> shortly. We'll, Honestly, I don't even we'll know how to pronounce dude's last name. Who, Jennerman? Oh, the, the fight. No, yeah, I, I thought you were talking yeah. about fight, fight night. Thought we were oh, getting no, fight no, night. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no so, uh, uh, we'll talk about, uh, we'll go a little more in depth on the um, thoughts, I guess, of the, you can't really go in depth with eight seconds. You but can't, you can't. We'll kind of give... <laughs> We'll just kind of give our thoughts on it. So do you think uh, – one of my things from it was, do you think with the different styles, like obviously Chandler came out and had a light session with his guys, and then McGregor had his guys in a hard sparring session right off the rip. Do you think that had anything to do with the outcome of, of what happened? Do you think maybe – because it's always a big controversy, right, when guys go into fights, like Max Holloway, I'll use as an example, because he's probably one of the most loved people in the UFC – is like he used to hard spar all the fucking time. And then he would come out, he would get knocked out in sparring sessions and shit. And it's like, well, not knocked out, but he'd get knocked down in sparring sessions. And it's like, does that kind of play an effect on your chin? Like what, you know, your mental stability? I mean, it's, I'm assuming the hard sparring session was within the week of, of their first fight. I think it was, because I think all those guys come see... in at weight. I think it was interesting to see the trust that Chandler had in Roberts, like, and honestly in the rest of the team too, like you could, you could see their, their, like their practice, like they were, it was, it was light. Like you said, like he honestly was just telling them to save it for, for the fight. Roberts literally said what he was going to do. He was like, I'm going to walk in there one two and he's going to be down and that's exactly what happened and and it's crazy to me the <laughs> fact that their their whole workout was like chill as hell 
Well, which when they were when they were preparing for that fight. When yeah. they were preparing for that fight, if you watch, he's just throwing that combination. And yes. he hit him with that stiff jab. And you've seen him kind of like slap his head back. And then you could see in, in Jenner's face, like not that his expression changed, but you could see his eyes like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then he just got hit with that two-piece. And that was, that was it. That hook to the fucking Talk about side of the head. Talk about muscle memory. Literally, he's yeah. just doing the same yeah. thing. I thought uh, yeah, I, I mean, thought, uh, Nate, uh, left himself open a lot. He was real open, like he wasn't real tight. Like that's why yeah. I mean, that yeah, dude yeah. came in, boom, 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 and then that was it. Two piece after that. Yeah, right. Yeah, you get caught with the right. When you get caught hard enough in the side of the head, I mean, you're going down. Does mm-hmm. it mean you're stiffened up? No, but it means you're getting dropped. And unfortunately for Gentleman, he stiffened up, and that was it. Um. Eight to eight nine seconds. I think it's it may be the fastest knockout in tough history. That's um, what Dana was saying. That's, that's exactly yeah. That's what Dana that's said. Not, yeah, he's not even sure. I don't even know. I'm trying to think back. I've watched every season. I don't know if I've seen one in under ten seconds. Yeah, it's far. And he said it too. I mean, I can't. I'll be honest. I don't remember all thirty seasons. Yeah, I, I don't remember all 30 seasons. There's just fucking thousands of fights that I don't remember. Watch them. So. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I still rewatch them to this day. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's all, I it's rewatch all good content. Them all really. time, like... Who doesn't do, I mean, watch somebody Listen, like, <laughs> like Rashad Rampage. Yeah, Rashad Rampage is probably one of my favorites. I, I, I'll always love that Rashad it's got Rampage. It's just because, like, it was so door. real. Like... It was so real. Yeah. Like they literally could not you know the head level between the two of them. Yeah. And it's like watching oh, Rampage man, rip so that door in half is like one of the most memorable things in the world. You know, I'll, I'll never forget that. That's definitely one of the most memorable things ever. Cause it's like, <laughs> yeah. You, like, and when you think about it, like, doors aren't very, like, when you look at that door, door, it's not that much. But I mean, that dude ripped that door apart. Like, it was nothing. Man. <laughs> puts his foot right through it and then just rips it in half and I'm like god damn you know like you said the door wasn't much but still it's like he fucking he just ripped that shit down like it wasn't even like I mean me, like it me was made of big cardboard boys, and we're not ripping doors apart like that no way no way <laughs> no. <laughs> not especially to get up by the top and just completely rip down and just pull the door yeah. in half it's just like <laughs> Like, you know, so it's like there are memorable things, but it's hard to remember. Like I said, with all the fights that have happened, it's hard to remember if any of them been under ten seconds. Um, but I mean, like I said, you, you just can't really go in depth. I think Roosevelt looked good. You know, his punches looked stiff. His his hooks looked clean. Everything his his movement. He he knew how to use his distance. Um, if he can keep that, because I think he's one of the taller guys. Yeah, if not the tallest. So I think if he learns how to use that, he could be dangerous for sure. Um, I did enjoy it. I, did, I did enjoy it, and I look forward to watching him fight some more. Me too. I, I do hope that at the end of this, Jennerman does get like a one-flight contract to the UFC. And, uh, you know, hopefully he gets like, because Dana might say, hey, you know what, take what you can from this, and we, we may give you something at the end. Um, and plus, there's always the possibility, too, that someone gets hurt, right? You don't want to see it, but there's a good possibility somebody does and Jennerman gets to step back in. 
So I mean, with this fight card coming up, you had multiple people drop out. And now you got a couple of like, they don't even have pictures of yeah. them on the main card lineup yeah. when you Google it or anything. Cause they, you know, they're not, they haven't been there. If I'm not mistaken, didn't that one of the cut scenes like that happened in like later episodes or whatever, didn't they show uh, a or someone on Chandler talking to a doctor or something? Am I, am I just imagining this? It's a possibility. My brain's fucking I, I right can't. Out. I don't remember right off the because the one thing that I remember from like that is uh, when they were showing that, I, I did see a clip of Mondo taking a nasty knee to the chin, and I was like, that mm-hmm. can happen. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, going yeah. for you, my guy. Like, <laughs> I, and Because I was already going for him before I seen that scene. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, I mean that. I mean, episode two is going to be lit. I think episode two is going to be way better than episode one. And I'm like I said, I think we get our first Phantom Way fight. So I'm hoping um, for that. I do. I will say this, like before we go on to the fight night, I will say this. I think what I love about Chandler's, um, like way to set his lineup was he's like number one is not our best fighter. Number four could be our best fighter, and I think McGregor went with who's his best fighter from top to bottom and uh-huh. putting guys all over the place. So like McGregor's kind of like putting his best up against who he thinks Chandler's worst might be. But in reality, that four guy might be Chandler's best guy. And he goes and takes out McGregor's number one. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, you know, I, I do like that. I do like that Chandler did that. Cause I think that's very smart. What, no one said you have to put your best fighter first, you know, mm-hmm. no, that's right. not in the rule book, you know, just rank them how you want. If you think you, fighter, you can put them wherever you want. Nobody said, Hey, you have to put your best fighter at number one. So right. I, I like, I like Chandler's um, little uh, mix. Do you think, do you think you get a better feel for ranking your guys with a lighter session than Connor's more aggressive session, or do you think you get a better feel for your guys if you were, if Chandler would have went aggressive like Connor did? I feel like it I think you on- get a better feel on a on a lighter day. Go ahead, Jeff. What were you saying? I think it depends on the fighter. I think I think that Chandler did that because he knew who he was working with for the first up fight. Um. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think it depends on the fighter. It depends on what kind of energy each fighter brings. Um, if if you're working with a a more like quick and lightning fighter like Roberts, maybe a more chill session is more beneficial so that they can save their lightning and fire for the fight. And maybe someone who who is slower and and like needs they they need that they need Push that extra more push that push in the on the mat and for practice yeah. with McGregor because like they need that that to get that muscle memory that Roberts had they need that shit but they need it for real to be ready for the fight so I definitely think it depends on the fighter yes yeah. see I, I always think the lighting sparring sessions are, the lighter sparring sessions are better because you know well not even sparring but training in general because for me when you're sitting there thinking of you know when, when you're sitting there looking at these guys 
if guys are going fast, sometimes you miss things because you have to look at their hands. You have to see if they're off and you don't have time to look at their footwork. When guys are slowly throwing punches, you can kind of look at the whole person and say, okay, if you open up your stance a little bit more, you can get a better reach. You can get more power out of, you know, coming forward and moving this foot here and, and tightening up your stance and stuff like that. And I think for me, the lighter sessions, you get a better feel simply because you get to see your guys kind of in slower action and you get to see how well their footwork is and how well their hands work and their head movement um, and, and stuff like that. You kind of get to see how they block punches or how they, they kind of bob and weave and where their feet end up. Whereas like when you're going full speed, you have to pay attention to one or the other. Like where's mm-hmm. their head yes. going, where's their foot going at the same time. And I think the slower stuff you get to see more, but obviously with that goes saying like with a high pace, more intense spar like Connor did, um, you get to see these guys react quick. You get to see their true reaction skills. You get to see how they react when they're really, you know, in the fire. So, I mean, it has its ups and downs, but I would say, I think for me personally, I would rather do a light session than <coughs> a faster one. Agreed. From a coaching standpoint. <clears throat> But with that being said, um, we'll start from the bottom. We'll, we'll switch over here to UFC Fight Night, which is coming up on Saturday, June 3rd, tomorrow. Um, is that the apex so I'm imagining? UFC Fight Night starts at, uh, I think it starts at 6. I could be wrong. Um, yeah, it starts at 6. Because it's at the apex. So that's what I kind of figured um, Six of the apex. So. We'll, we'll start from the bottom of it uh, before we get to the main fight because I feel like you know we'll talk more about that. So um, we'll go with Tim Elliott versus uh, Victor Altamirano. Um, Tim Elliott's been in the game for a minute. I think Victor fights the UFC. They both won the last fight by decision. So, if anything, I mean, they both obviously have the cardio to go three rounds, but when I watch Victor's right. fight, he looked a little winded, where, like, Tim Elliott can put the gas on in a late, in the, in the later round. So, if, if Victor's not really working on his uh, cardio much, he might be in a little bit of trouble in the later rounds. I what, think Elliott's what, what got it. Think, uh, the difference is going to make with the... Uh... With the reach advantage, there is a there is a pretty decent. I mean, four inches. I mean, that's pretty yeah. significant for fighting. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: is I mean, when you look at it, Tim Elliott is he's one of those guys that will jump at you. He doesn't give a fuck. He don't care. So right. he's, gonna, he's gonna work the inside on you, and he's gonna he really. I think Tim Elliott's experience is gonna be a big factor here. Um, cause he's fought guys bigger than him before. So he's going to have to, he'll, he'll know how to work the inside, how to get to it. And Victor's just going to have to learn how to keep him back and not let him explode into punches personally. So. Cause other than we'll that, see, cause what, pretty evenly matched. They're, they're, uh, Tim's five, six, Victor's five, seven, just to reach yeah. the only thing I've seen that's going to be different there. And well, I mean, that could make well, a difference, but if you don't um, know how to use your reach, then. And what I feel like Alta Murano is a lot leaner, and and Elliot's got yeah. like the. I feel like Elliot's got more meat on him. He's gonna do. He's gonna do more damage. That's just my take. 
Elliot's like short and stocky, very powerful. Where Victor's, I mean, I say short and stocky, it's only a one inch difference, but Victor's seems like a little bit taller, a little leaner, where Tim's yeah. like short and stocky. So I definitely think Tim possesses more power than Victor. So mm-hmm. Victor can land punches and kind of get around you a little bit with that reach. That's so, right. I mean, I, I don't know. If Vic really sit back and kind of not let Tim explode into him, if really use that reach advantage, you know, Victor could win this fight. That goes to say you got to stop Tim Elliott first. So you think? Yeah. So you think it's a pretty even matchup then? Could go either way. I think. I mean, it's a good fight. It it could, but I'm leaning Tim Elliott. I mean, Tim's definitely got more fights than Victor, but I mean. Could go either way. Definitely could go either yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, it's a fight, right? It could always go either yeah. way. Yeah. Somebody's going to have a good night. So but, I mean, night. I don't know. Yeah, it, and it could just be, you know, my biased opinion because I do like him out there, but I got the advantage here. Even though he's got, you know, reach against him, I, I just think he's too explosive for most people. <laughs> Um, we got uh, we got uh, in the lightweight. You guys we got, got anything else on that or no? What do you guys think yeah, about? You, you uh, guys... Wait, we were talking about the Elliot and Altamirano, right? Correct. Yeah. What do you guys think about the Butler Miller? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh Gordon being forced out, I think it's kind of crazy. But for Jesse Butler to Pretty sure he's making his UFC debut, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that, that's what uh, I heard as well. And uh, I'm kind of rooting for him. I'm interested to like see a, that. Yeah, I mean, on a day and a half notice, if that, I mean, yeah, that's crazy. Crazy as hell. Hey, props to you. I mean, Dana White sees that shit too, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dana White. Dana White looks at that. So if Jesse even goes out and loses this fight right you look at it like okay maybe he was in shape but still you don't have a game plan for somebody and Jim Miller is so experienced it's like you got a guy making his debut and you got a guy that's been here goddamn 40 years like I mean the dude's been here since forever so and I think is Jim Miller going on his 40th fight I believe so he's uh 35 and 17 you think his age will play a factor or his fifth, yeah, he's he's or his sixtieth fight or some shit like that. Like he's getting up there. Got nah, eight Jim years Miller's on the guy. Almost a decade. Yeah. He, he's he's. But I mean, thirty nine. I mean, at thirty nine, he's noticed, still got not a lot of time to to prepare for for somebody that's got that much experience. Right. Uh, and, and Jim's on me by win streak. That's fair. That's fair. So it's not like you're coming in a guy who's on a losing streak. You're coming in against a guy who's a three-fight win. Then again, is, is he not? I mean, Jim Miller, he hasn't he hasn't been preparing for this opponent for uh, Jesse yeah, coming. You know, so so yeah. So this is this is that's a good point to bring up. So when you say that, right? They both have to change game plans. Jim Miller no longer has a game plan because obviously his game right. plan for Jared Gordon is a lot different than Jesse Butler. Right. But that's where experience comes into play. Jim Miller can think on the fly. Not that Jesse Butler can't, but right. 
I mean, obviously there's a lot more tape for Jesse to see on Jim than there is for Jim to see on Jesse. Right. But this fight comes down to just a straight scrap. This is going to come down to who is the better fighter because Jim Miller is going to come out thinking on the fly. And if he has to, he'll take him down and you don't, Jesse doesn't really know what he can do on the ground. And Jim doesn't know what Jesse can do on the ground. So, and they don't know what they can do standing up. They don't know each other's power. At the end of the day, they're, they're going to go into this fight. This fight should be, a, uh, I think it'd be an all out brawl. I don't even yeah. know if they'll want to go to the ground. They might just say, yo, fuck it. Hey, neither of us have a game plan. Just punch each other in the face. No yeah, matter yeah. what way it goes, this will a be learning partner. experience for Butler. That's for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah, and that's why I think like even if he loses this fight, it's not anything anyone can take away from him because, exactly. like I said, Dana White's going to look at it and be like, uh, "I'm not going to take the guy." You know, I'm not going to put a tick on his list for losing this fight because he stepped in and took it on such a short notice, if not one of the shortest notices. And yeah, and then if he wins, if Butler wins, it's like, damn, Miller. For sure. Yeah. Know, this could, yeah. This could yeah set I think there's a lot more on the line for Jim Miller than Butler. Yeah. yeah. I would I say think, so, especially with him creeping here, up on his age. I mean, you're, you're kind of almost aged out as far as UFC, if you're not I, winning. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that's, I mean, that's the thing too, is just like, Jim Miller's got a lot more on the line, I think, than Jesse does. Just because of how short notice this fight was for Jesse. Um, Jesse, Jesse can kind of fall back on like, you know, he had heart and he showed up. A lot of people wouldn't do that. That's exactly. So, I don't know. Um, I was really looking forward to him versus Jared Gordon. I think that was going to be an absolute banger. But I think this still has – I think Jim Miller versus Jesse Butler still has fight of the night written all over it. Very good potential. Very good potential. Uh, yeah. I am I will say I wish that was the co-main event. Um, stepping up into the co-main event with Alex Caceres versus Dan, uh, Daniel Pineda. <sighs> I don't know, man. I like Alex Caceres. I think he's going to win the fight. Um, I'm more familiar with him than I just, uh, Daniel, for sure. Well, Pineda hasn't fought since 2021. Um, and it was a no contest. And then he lost a Cub in 2020 by knockout. So, I mean, I'm not going to hold that against him, right? Because it's whatever. People change up out or anything like that. Uh, Alex Caceres won his last fight against Julian Arosa, which I think is is a big feat because Arosa's got a good chin. He's fast. He's strong. So yeah, I don't know. Like Alex I, also I, has I just reach. I like Caceres. I just don't know. Yeah, Caceres is tall as shit. He's got uh, he's got four and a half inch reach advantage on that, and that can. Like I said, that can definitely make a difference yeah. in a fight. Caceres knows how to use his, his rank too. So I've so. seen him fight a couple times. I don't know. They weren't too memorable to even recall right off the Yeah, right same the here. They weren't nah, memorable. He's not, like, he's not like a crazy exciting fighter, that's for sure. But he definitely um he's definitely dangerous on his feet. Well, I, I just, I don't know. 
I just think the other two fights before him, I think, should hold precedence over him. But I, I can agree with that. I don't know. They just they just kind of do what they want to do. I, it, it's a good fight. It I'm going to be honest. It, 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 to me, it, this thrown together, really. Yeah, usually they, they kind of get some stuff going that makes sense. But, like, this card just kind of feels like they were just like, yeah, this guy wants to fight, this guy wants to fight. We'll just throw it all on a fucking card. Yeah, card. like, all these guys want to fight, but we don't know where to stick them. So, hey, let's make fight night. Throw them on the card. Yeah, and that's kind of it, too, is like, hey, we got all these cards coming up with bangers. Because I don't want to say these guys are prelim guys because they're really not. So it's hard to nah. go and say, oh, we'll stick them on UFC 290 on the prelims. Like, right. that's kind of just like, really man, not worth it. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, and at the same time, it's like all these cards that are coming up are just way too stacked to throw these guys on. That is a fact. So these, these cards come It does up feel like – yeah, it did, definitely did feel like they were trying to just come up with a card and were just like, all right, these guys want to fight. These guys want to fight. Let's just make a fucking card where guys are just going to stand and bang. Because that's what this looks like to me. This looks like a stand and bang card. Mm-hmm. Which I, mean, I enjoy yeah. that, honestly, a lot. That's the only sense I, I can I, make. That's like a good just brawl, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I don't really have much to say about that fight. I just... I personally think Caceres is just going to dominate this fight. And it's either going to be a unanimous decision or he's not going to pinned it out. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's going to be unanimous, bro. I definitely think it's going to be unanimous. I don't think there's going to be anything exciting about this fight. I don't have much to say about it either. Yeah, I I don't know. Because if if Caceres pieces early in the first round, it's it's a good good chance that he ends him in the second. But we'll we'll see. You know, I, I don't know. It's hard to judge a guy that's been out for, you know, hasn't had a fight in a year and a half. So yeah, that's always rough to be able to judge somebody. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? They could put up a fight. They could somehow come out and put up a fight. It's not impossible. But, Every fight's possible for fight of the night, to be honest. It just depends on who wants to go out and bang it out. You know? Yeah. 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 But, however, with that being said, uh, this main fight. I'm excited for. I am too. Because I am a diehard Kai Kara France fan. Um, uh, it sucks that he That's he fight I have one of my favorite fighters. Yeah, I, 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 besides him, um, I love Brandon Moreno, and watching them two guys fight was like. It, it was a lot of fun watching it fight, even though it ended in a, a you know a round three knockout for Kai. Um, but Moreno's built different, so that guy's just a little upbeat. But Kai, oh, no, Kai man. is nuts. Um, but him versus Albazi is Amir Albazi is uh, dude's good. I think it's um, going to be a knockout. Um, Kai, Kai's a striker, like. And he's quick. Yes. He's crazy. I think it's honestly, it's honestly going to be like that, that tough thirty-one end of the like. It's going to be a quick one to me. <laughs> that's just that's just in my it's head. Go out swinging, um, knockout. I mean, I'm not diehard like you, Jason, but Kai, Kai is Kai is going to do some crazy. Yeah, Kai's nuts. 
he's got some good moves in his arsenal to keep you guessing on like what's coming next. Um, yeah, sure. but and Albazi is coming with the jujitsu, but that's like if if you can get Kai down. That's exactly it, right? Because Kai will knee you in your face if you go for his legs. He right, will take right. your fucking head right off your shoulders with a knee. But, right. I mean, I, I think Kai wins this fight. However, Amir's no, no slouch because he's 16-1. and one. So it, it, it could go either way for sure, but I do definitely have Kai pulling it off with a knockout. I, I see it being a knockout. Yeah. I, think, I think this whole card is going to just be knockouts everywhere, to be honest with you. Yeah, same. <laughs> Yeah, I do too. I think we're going to see a, a lot of knockouts on this, on this fight card. Well, for me, the reason why, like, I'm going to go Kai here, and besides being a fan, is I just personally think he's fought better competition. Better um, than Albazi. You know. Yeah, I mean, like he's you know, fought harder. Is what you're saying? Yeah, because like you go back to 2021, and he beat Cody Garbrandt, which yeah. Is a big name. Then he Cody's goes and guy. he beats uh, Rogerian Bonsor. And then he comes out, beats Askar Asparov, mm-hmm. gives him his first loss. And then he comes out and then he fights Brandon Moreno and loses. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know what? I, you know, Brandon Moreno is a champ. So, and I think he's just, I think he's the best in that division. I don't know if anyone will beat him. Um, I, I even that. question if Figueroa will beat him really three times, but whatever. In, in that little fight that they had, there. I don't even figure it'll beat him at all. And then, I mean, so I think he's fought better competition as far as like the top, where like I don't know, Amir Amir's fight against um, Roy Vall was canceled. Amir only like, has one loss, so I mean that's that's kind of big for him. I mean the second loss is. He's got something to fight for to keep that record going. I mean, that's a nice record. Oh, yeah. 16 and one. No, yeah. You know? I mean, he's undefeated in the UFC, I'm pretty sure. He just has one <laughs> one lost profession one loss in his professional career elsewhere. I think right, I'm pretty right, sure. Right. But like, you know, um beats Malcolm Gordon by submission, which I mean is whatever. Uh but he hardly beats uh Zuma Gulov in a decision has another submission of one against Francisco Figueiredo knocks out um Alessandro Costa which is I mean whatever but now he's going into Kai like Kai just fought way more talented people than I think Amir has so yeah if Amir pulls this off he's on his way to the top like I think if, if Amir wins this fight he might be seeing Moreno next yeah and I think that's what fight here is for. Like, I think if Kai wins, I think if Kai wins, he goes and fights Moreno again. But if Amir wins, he goes and fights Moreno. Like, so you think winner of this fight fights Moreno? I don't know. Either way. No, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, that. yeah. I think the Kai fight versus yeah, Moreno I mean, would be a little more entertaining than Amir, to be honest with you. I think it's just a bit Yeah, but we've already seen what happened. Well, yeah, but we already see Moreno knock Kai out. Yeah, but you get the same time so, around. I mean, you have a different game plan. I mean, like round two yeah, could always go the other way. But at the same time, every time, yeah, but not every time fighters fight a champion and lose 
they deserve an automatic rematch. They kind of do need another warm up fight, and I think Amir. No, that's true. Is definitely right. a good. Is a, is another good fight to kind of jump back in it. And like right. I said, the guy's undefeated in the UFC, so he, he rightfully so. And I think as of last year, I think he became the. I think Amir's the number seven now. So, I mean, Moreno's gone through all these guys. So I think Amir might be now he beats Kai, and it's not impossible for him to do it. But Kai's definitely not no slop. So, uh, personally, I'm going Kai on this. Um, yeah, but if Amir gets into the ground, Kai might be in trouble. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, yeah, those like Iraqi fighters are nuts. But that's if that's if he gets Kai down. I don't think he's going to get Kai down, honestly. Let's hope know. I'm into existence uh, and I can help your boy win. But uh, I don't know. I feel like he's going to come in ready, just striking yeah. like he does. Yeah, I, I think Amir might get caught up in the moment. Mm-hmm. So there's a good chance that that happens. Kai's, sure. Kai's been in the moment, so he's stayed calm, cool, and collected. He's not – it's not like this fight here for him is like, you know, uh, do or die. Right. It might set him back if he loses a little bit, but it's not going to set him back much. He's like two or three, like a two, three fight win streak out, going right back into title talks. Um, but you know, Al Bazi's kind of right there. So if he wins this fight, he's next. But if he loses, he might need to go on like a one or two. You know, he might have to win one fight or two fights. But right, I don't know. It, it really all just comes down to where this fight lands. If it lands on the ground, Amir might be favorite. But if Kai keeps him up, Kai might take his head off. No, we'll, I'm ready. We'll find I'm out ready. tomorrow night. I'm ready for this fight tomorrow, yeah. I, I am. I am excited to watch this fight. This fight guard tomorrow. I already got my chicken wing dip ready. Hey, let's go. <laughs> yep. Let's go. I don't know what I'm cooking yet, but I'm sure I'll whip up some. We're going to have to have a fight party one of these nights. So when something uh, big comes. For sure. Yeah. Oh, we will. Um, we will. We'll plan one of them. We'll, uh, I'll see if maybe. I'll try and figure it out. See if we can get on. Um, if I can live stream. But like we'll do like an open one on Twitch. We just won't yeah. be able to show the fight. But we'll have it right. up, and then we'll be there. And then if people want to watch us or whatever, we'll uh, That'd be sweet. um, we'll oh, be able yeah. to just answer your questions or like give our thoughts on the fight and stuff, and then like we'll go feed. from there. That'd be sweet. Yeah, be like we'll, we'll we'll all sit here. We'll all have the fights on on our own TVs or whatever, and then we'll. Yeah, I, I will. Uh, I will promise our viewers that uh, sometime soon I will. Uh, we will do a uh, all three of us in person pod. Sure oh yeah. So, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll uh we'll definitely figure something out. Like I said, I mean you live goddamn forever away in the middle of the boondock. <laughs> yeah. So um but yeah, we'll figure some stuff out. And uh it's gonna be great, man. We'll definitely uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll look up into cards and stuff and see, you know. Maybe in July or something we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it for like two ninety or two ninety. Well, maybe we'll do it for like two ninety or two ninety one. And then, um, and then from there we'll just <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Yep, fight. 
ain't cheap. Hey, but, we'll make it yeah, up. so from there, we'll... Uh, well, it was good to meet you, Cody. You look just hey, it's like great your brother. To meet you you too. guys look literally I know. exactly alike. I know. Hey, our kids look alike, too, man. It's scary. <laughs> it's yeah. scary. Yeah. No, nah, man, but I, I'm excited but, uh, for this pod, I man. Uh, look forward to it. Yeah, I think so. That's I think that's kind of it for this episode. Um, next week, we'll we'll figure some stuff out. And uh, as usual, if you want us to talk about anything, you can uh, find one of us on Facebook or just we have the 60 Ounce Podcast page. You can just message that or put it up, post up there. We'll, uh, we're always down to take topics from, from the yeah. public. So De- Definitely, yeah. definitely drop some. I comments yeah let us know all that give us some feedback give us some give us some topics we'll take it all yeah yep we want to hear it all yeah so with that um i think that's it and uh i'm jay i'm I'm and and then there's cody's big ass head so and it's Cody. We all will see you next week. I will see y'all next week. Bye, guys. You're never going to make it. You're not good enough. There's a million other people with the same stuff. You really think you're different, and you must be kidding. Think you're going to hit it, but you just don't get it. It's impossible. It's not probable. You're irresponsible. Too many obstacles. You got to stop it, though. You got to take it slow. You can't be a pro. Don't waste your time no more. Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? I don't give a damn if you say you disapprove. I'm going to make my move. I'm going to make a suit.